0: Welcome to Talk Healthy To Me. I'm your host, Friendly Joyner, and on this podcast, we chat about living healthy, happy, and fulfilling lives. From fitness to relationships to business, we really cover it all. Let's get into it. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Talk Healthy To Me. I know I say this on every episode. I say, I'm so excited for this episode, but truly, I am so excited for this one because I've been gone for two weeks in Costa Rica, and I've missed coming on here and just mind dumping and talking to you guys and getting everything that's been on my heart and on my head out onto this recording, so... Yeah, I am excited, truly. I had something different in mind that I was going to talk about for this episode, but I posted a reel on Instagram the other day, and my caption was talking all about prioritizing balance over burnout and running into the burnout cycle. And I think it resonated with a lot of you guys very well because I got DMs and comments about... You guys are saying you should make this your next podcast episode. And I listen to you guys and I change gears and I'm going to talk about this on this episode now. And then the other topic we'll do next week, which prioritizing balance instead of running into burnout is something I'm still working on constantly and I'm no master at it. But I do think I've gotten better at it over the years and I have tools now that can help me. So I hope by sharing them with you guys on here, it can help just someone out there as well that is maybe stuck in a burnout cycle or experiencing burnout right now and just wants to implement balance in their life a little bit more. But before we get into the full episode, like we do every week, I'll kind of catch you guys up on, I guess, the past two weeks now. So as I said, I was in Costa Rica, we were in Santa Teresa or Santa Teresa, I'm not really sure which way to say it. You guys know me with my pronunciations, but it was absolutely amazing. I feel like there's not a lot of people talking about Costa Rica. I know this past summer, all the hype was in Europe, but we took a chance and went out on a whim and went to Costa Rica as a little mini trip for honey. We were launching a new um, bikini drop there and it absolutely blew my mind. I want to go back every single year now. It was the perfect mix of ocean and beach, but also jungle and dirt roads and horseback riding and waterfalls. There was just seriously everything there. It was really affordable. It was very earthy and minimal living and it just refreshed me refreshed my soul and it was so fun to be there with my best friends and lucas as well and huge shout out to anybody that shopped our new collection with honey while we were there you guys have been absolutely amazing with just posting pictures of the bikinis you're shopping and the goggles and everything and every picture we see from you guys like every post on a story just makes our day so thank you guys so so much for your support with that and if you are new here listening for the first time i own a swimmer brand called honey swim with my best friends and my husband so that's what i'm talking about we launched our second collection there my favorite thing that i did if i had to say there were so many because surfing was up there the waterfall hike was up there the boat day was up there but the number one thing is actually horseback riding. And I was not expecting that. I think horses are so beautiful and fascinating, but I've never been like a horse girl. I just never really rode them growing up. I think I rode maybe like a pony or something when I was little, but I've never been fully into horses. So I didn't really know what to expect but we had the most incredible experience. We did a three-hour tour with this incredible girl named Michelle who is just so passionate about horses. And she took us to all her favorite local spots. We rode on the beach. We rode through rivers on horses. It was insane. And then we rode back with the most beautiful sunset and then into the dark and the stars came out, the moon came out. It was just phenomenal. And I 1000% recommend it to everyone. You can find her Instagram and contact on all of my YouTube videos where I share like the vlogs of Costa Rica. If you are going and you want to book with her, she's on my YouTube and on my Instagram. So go find that. But yeah, it was insane. Amazing experience. 10 out of 10 recommend. It is a little bit hard to get to Santa Teresa. So you have to take either a bus from the airport, it's like a bus shuttle thing, or you take a tiny, tiny plane. And when I mean tiny, I could barely squeeze through the aisle. It was so small. I was sitting right behind the pilots and I was so close that I was practically breathing on them. There was probably six to eight seats on the plane and yeah, just unreal experience. But other than that, what else can I recap you guys on? I feel like I'm in my regaining strength era. Um, That's a new thing. So I've been traveling the whole summer and I've been all over the place. Go, go, go. I haven't had a lot of normalcy in my routine, which is fine. I feel like every summer my life is kind of like that and I love that. And I think there's a season for that, but then there's also a season for coming home and getting back into that routine. And I'm in that season now. So that was our last big travel of the year. And I'm just really pumped to get back into a routine in my gym. I have the fall program going on my app, so I'm gonna be sticking to that. But I just really want to gain some strength and grow. I feel like I have lost a little bit of strength and a little bit of muscle over the summer just because I haven't been prioritizing the gym, which is totally fine. But I miss being able to go in and just lift heavy and feel strong. It makes me super confident and it really just helps my stress a lot. And I just love the feeling of it. So I'm excited to get back into that. And then we are, oh, I'll recap you on this. We are renovating the backyard right now. So that's new and I need all the inspo. So if anybody out there is like a backyard interior, I guess it's not interior, exterior designer, send me some inspo pics on DMs because I need all the inspo I can get. But yeah, that's life right now. It's back at home, just chilling. I'm excited for fall. I'm excited for the newness of the season, which that is also a weird topic, I guess. I'm really stuck in between wanting it to still be summer and trying to make it still summer in my life, but also excited for the fall. I'm a beach girl at heart, but I am craving some pumpkin spice lattes, some cozy sweaters, all of those things. So I'm kind of stuck in the middle of both of them right now, (laughs) but I'm sure in the next week I'll be heading more into fall. Uh, Okay, I need to stop rambling. I'm sure you guys are ready to get into the episode. So let's get into it. Balance over burnout. Well, I want to start by defining what is burnout. So here's a good definition that I found online. This one's talking more about burnout in your workplace, but you can take this and you can relate it to burnout in the gym, burnout in relationships, burnout in whatever area of life you want to relate it to. But the definition says, Burnout is a syndrome conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. It is characterized by three dimensions, feeling of energy depletion or exhaustion, increased mental distance from one's job, or feelings of negativity or cynicism related to one's job. So basically it's saying that burnout comes from stress that isn't managed well. And when that stress is not managed well, it can lead to emotions rising and your body and your mind reacting in ways that are pretty negative. It is not a fun thing to experience. And if anybody that's listening has experienced burnout, you can agree you want to avoid it at all costs. Burnout is not just the days where you're feeling a little bit less motivated or kind of in a funk or things like that. Burnout is kind of, I would relate it to that phrase, the last straw or the end of the rope. It's like When you get to a place that you feel so depleted and exhausted and just totally done, you want to throw the towel in. Because life being hard and challenges coming is totally normal. That's a part of everybody's life, no matter where you work, what you do, what workout plan you're doing, who you're dating, no matter what life is hard some days and that's normal. We're talking about burnout as in being something that we actually don't want to be part of our life. We want to avoid this at all costs. We can take the hard days. We can take the little struggles that come. We can manage those, but we do not want burnout to happen in our life. And I'm super passionate about talking about this because I am someone that has experienced burnout multiple times in my life with my work, with being in the gym, with So many things, and I want to help you guys avoid it at all costs because I know that it is avoidable, and it's actually pretty easy to set up systems in your life to avoid burnout. You just have to be intentional about it and know when those feelings of soon to be burnout are coming so that you can change courses and do something about it. I feel like burnout has become so normalized that a lot of people don't even realize when they're about to experience it or they are experiencing it because. We are living in a hustle culture, or a lot of us are, and society tells us that hustle is strength and that working hard and not quitting and keep going and do this and this and this is what needs to be done all the time. And that rest is actually a weakness and that slowing down is a weakness. And it puts hustle on this pedestal and this high horse, and it puts the idea of slowing down, taking time to yourself, resting and reflecting on the back burner. It tells us that that is weakness in our life. And don't get me wrong here. I am totally an advocate for working super hard and going above and beyond and trying your best and becoming the best version of yourself. Those are all really good things. And I'm not saying don't do those. I'm saying in order to do those and still live a sustainable, healthy life, you have to have balance of rest, reflection, and rejuvenation combined with those those things. Hard work and hustle without rest and balance and reflection time is inevitably going to lead to burnout. And burnout can look totally different for each individual. It can manifest differently in each person. For some people, it might be physical, like it might actually make you sick migraines and a wrecked immune system, so you keep getting sick constantly. For some people, it might be more mental. You go into a brain fog, you experience extreme anxiety and depression. There are so many like endless ways that that unmanaged stress can manifest in your life. And the craziest thing to me is while society might be telling you go hard, hustle nonstop, don't cry, keep going, push through it, blah, 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 blah. Okay, maybe that sounds really good on paper and maybe you see that as success short-term, but in the long run, when you inevitably do go into a burnout stage, it's gonna set you two steps backward when you thought you were taking one step forward by doing all that stuff. You're gonna end up feeling depleted. You're gonna feel like a loss of self-esteem and self-confidence because you're like, why am I experiencing this extreme like blowout of emotions that I had no idea was going on because I bottled it up and Stuffed it down for so long and now it's just exploding like a volcano And what's wrong with me? Most times when you do experience something like that You don't even know how to handle that or manage that So it leads you back into a cycle of like, okay, well, I gotta get back going again I gotta reset restart get back to the hustle and what happens before you know it, you're back into that burnout stage. And it's a cycle that's so hard to break. So that's what I want to talk about today is how to break that cycle, how to set up a lifestyle that's actually sustainable, where you can balance that hard work with rest and rejuvenation and reflection so that you're not stuck in a cycle of go hard and then burn out and then go hard and then burn out, but you're in a flow of balance throughout your whole life where you're able to work hard and do meaningful things and be successful, but you're also able to sit in reflection and rest and be totally fine with it. So first I wanna talk about maybe you're like, well, Brinley, how do I know if I'm close to burnout right now? What are the signs? Or how do I know if I'm in burnout right now? So the signs that you are maybe on the verge of burnout or getting close to it, the first sign is just super low motivation, most of the time. I'm not talking about the days where you kind of wake up a little bit extra tired and you're like, "Eh, I don't feel like working out today. I'm talking about day by day, week by week, just feeling Low on energy and motivation, not feeling good, not feeling really excited to do much. Maybe you have sparks of days where you're like, okay, I feel like working out now. But on average, your motivation is just low. And remember, this can be for working out. This can be for going to work. This can be for being present in a relationship. This can be for any aspect of your life. The next sign is emotions that you don't really understand why they're so consistent and present. Because you can't see an underlying theme for them of why you feel that way. For example, constant emotions of anger, frustration, getting annoyed and mad at all the little things, apathy, just not really feeling anything at all, Um, extreme negativity, just waking up and being in a negative mindset. Um, unexplained sadness, not really having a specific thing that's making you sad, but just feeling overall sad. Those can definitely be some signs. And I do want to say a little like disclaimer, those are normal. I'm not saying if you have all those, you're about to experience burnout for sure. I'm saying if you want to look internally and think, I think I'm getting close to burnout. Let me see if any of these align. They might be tools that tell you, okay, yeah, you might be getting close to experiencing burnout. But on the other side, I experience some of those emotions when I'm not in a phase of burnout or not close to burnout. And that's totally normal. Some days I'm sad. Sometimes I am on my period and I'm just mad at everything. And I don't want you to hear all of those and think, oh my gosh, I'm about to experience burnout because that might not be the case. I'm just saying those are some signs for if you think you might be getting close to burnout, those are some of the emotions that might come with that. (laughs) That's all. The next sign is just something that used to excite you or something that you used to be proud to do, happy to do. It's no longer serving you in that way and you don't really know why. You just aren't excited to go to work. You aren't excited to get in the gym when maybe a couple months ago you were over the top excited about going there. And now you just don't feel anything at all when you have to get up and go there. Those are some ways that your mind and body are warning you. Maybe check in on yourself. Maybe have a day of full-on rest. Maybe take a break from this for a little bit. And then once you've hit burnout, these are some of the signs that I've recognized in my own life when I was in a stage of burnout. Complete loss of energy for no reason. I'm still eating the same. I'm still having my coffee and I just don't feel any energy throughout the day. Um, complete loss of motivation to do little tasks, to do the big tasks, to do really anything at all, even like making my bed, just random things that might not even relate to the job or the workout or whatever it is that we're talking about, but I just feel low motivation or complete loss of motivation in every area. The next one is fatigue, um, feelings of anxiety and depression, complete Inefficiency in whatever you're trying to do, whether that's at work or in the gym, you know, all the things just inefficiency, maybe in a way that you used to perform very well. Now you are slacking and forgetting things or just not performing in the way that you used to at all. And you don't know why. Another one is depersonalization or withdrawal just not really wanting to be social, not wanting to be as involved in anything Um, subconsciously or consciously creating a distance, whether it's mental or physical. If it's in a relationship, maybe mentally just putting blocks on your relationship or physical, maybe not showing up for things that used to show up for. Feelings of negativity nonstop and cynicism and just not a good mindset, not a good mind space. Those are all things that you could or may be experiencing when you are in a stage of burnout. So not fun, not fun at all. And that is why I said at the beginning, we want to avoid this at all costs because those are things that can totally affect your life. They can affect your job. You might get fired because you're in a stage of burnout and you're not performing well and you're not getting things done and you're pulling away from your teammates and all this. So you get fired. And then that affects your life for the next couple of years, maybe, and your family or whatever. Maybe it ruins a relationship. Maybe it ruins your relationship with yourself and it completely destroys your self confidence and your ability to do the things that you once used to be able to do so well. It's just icky and it's not good. And I just want to help anybody not experience it if they don't have to. Now, to get into the important part, and that is how to pull yourself out of burnout and create balance in your life so that the cycle of burnout can stop. So whether you're on the verge of experiencing burnout, you're currently experiencing burnout, or you just want to remember these tools so that if you ever get to that place, you have some tools to pull out of your back pocket to use. You can take out your notes on your phone and write these down or just store them mentally for now, or just save this episode and come back whenever you need to listen to it. But the very first one is, I want you to feel the emotions that you feel. So say you're experiencing burnout and you're feeling all those things that I just listed earlier, all of the emotions of sadness, anger, frustration, bitterness, whatever it may be in your condition. I want you to sit there and just feel them because the last thing I want you to do is push them deeper down to where you have to uncover them later and then it's even worse. So I want you to feel them and I want you to let them sit for a second and just know that it's human to feel those emotions and I want you to realize that you can actually be grateful in that moment despite the negative emotions because being human means that you can feel the absolute highs and the goodness of life and the beauty of life, but it also means in turn, you're gonna be able to feel the absolute lows and the trenches and one without the other would be boring, I guess, maybe that's the word. Think if you just felt all the highs and all the happiness all the time and that was just normal, it wouldn't be that level of happiness and of joy and of goodness anymore. Because if you haven't experienced the lows and the rain and the trenches of life, you know, that just would be boring. You have to have a scale that goes both ways to be able to experience the highs. So yeah, I want you to feel them, just sit in them for a second and realize that you're human and that's okay. And then I want you to reflect on how you got to where you are. I think reflection is so important because if we just feel the emotions and try to change, then it's gonna be really hard to not fall back into patterns that lead us into that place um, if we never took the time to reflect on why we got there and learn from that. Your brain is so freaking powerful and you can be your own teacher. You don't need me, you don't need anybody to sit here And teach you anything because you have the power of reflection. And you can sit there with your own self, with your conscious, with your subconscious, and look back at all the little choices you made in the past that might have helped you get to where you are right now, whether that's good or bad. So in the context that we're talking about, if you're experiencing burnout and you're reflecting, I want you to just look back at the past couple of months, maybe even the past year of times when maybe you had a little radar go off. Maybe your intuition just told you, mm, you are struggling right now, or mm, you need to slow down, or you need to take a break. And you, in quotes, snoozed that button, like say it was an alarm that went off internally, you pressed snooze and you said, I'll deal with you later. Those things might've led you to where you are now experiencing burnout. So I want you to reflect on them and really just put yourself back into that moment and think, okay, a few months ago when I was going super hard and I got that thought of, oh, you need to take a break. And I dismissed it. Maybe the next time that I feel that little voice come up in my head, I'm not going to dismiss it, but I'm going to learn from it in this moment and I'm going to allow that voice to really speak and I'm going to slow down as soon as I hear it next time. That's what reflection is. It's reflecting. It's thinking back on past experiences, learning from them, learning how the outcome made you feel, and making a choice and a commitment to change the way that you handle it when it happens in the future. Because history does repeat itself, but it doesn't mean that you have to repeat the way that you handled it and reacted to it, you know? So after you reflect, you're going to decide to change the cycle. And you're going to do that by looking back at all those little times when you could have maybe changed something in your past that would have led you to a different an outcome and letting yourself like fully experience that moment again. So that when it comes up in the future, you have a little bit of muscle memory of, Ooh, I made a choice to change how I react to this when it comes up. And you're going to do that whenever it comes up in the future, as hard as it may be, as uncomfortable as it may be. I want you to remember that moment of reflection and be like, I know what I need to do. And maybe I don't feel like doing it, but I chose to change the way I react. So I'm going to do it when it comes up. And I also want you to think If you continue the way that you did before and you don't make any changes, this exact feeling of burnout that you're sitting in right now is very likely to happen again. It is very likely. So if you don't want that, I want you to commit to just making little changes. The next thing is to commit to a slow and steady comeback. This is hard. This is hard for me. I know this is probably going to be hard for a lot of you listening too, because For me, I can speak personally, when I realize that I've made mistakes or I'm at a low or I have been slacking on something and I want to do better, when I get a burst of motivation or a burst of inspiration to do better and to have a comeback, I want that instant gratification. I want to go hard from the get-go. I want to just do a 180 complete change. And a lot of times, for some people that may work, I'm not totally... Discrediting that for some people it might but I know for me and my personality type that will lead straight back into that cycle for me I know that if I make a hardcore cut right there 180 change everything drop everything Whatever It's gonna ultimately lead to that being too hard to maintain whatever those changes are It's a little bit too hard for me to maintain So i'm gonna fail And I'm going to fail and I'm going to fail and get discouraged. And it's going to lead to just an endless cycle of not fun emotions. So for me, what's better than doing a 180 hard cut twist, whatever you want to call it, is slow and steady, ease back into it. Maybe I've come to such a low place in my workout routine that I feel like it's just so hard to get myself motivated. It's so hard to get in the gym, whatever. And instead of committing to a plan where I'm working out for an hour and a half every single day, six days a week, maybe I'll commit to a four-day plan. Or maybe I'll commit to three days of lifting and three days of yoga. I don't know. There's different scenarios for everybody and whatever it is that you're trying to like have the comeback from. Obviously, there's so many different ways you can go about it. But know yourself. And maybe that doesn't work for you. Maybe it's just me. But I think If you know your personality and you know that trying to come back all at once super hard is gonna in turn lead you in a cycle, then maybe think about the slow and steady income and easing back into it. Because you can ease into it and then you can pick up pace as you go. But if you start with this 60 miles per hour pace, and then you have to draw back, it can be a lot hard and frustrating and might lead you into that cycle, if that makes sense. The next step is to plan for sustainability. So I've been talking about in the gym for most scenarios, because I feel like that's the easiest one to talk about. But let's talk about work life. So I work from home. I run three companies now, and I do social media full time. I do a lot of of random things. And it's kind of hard to balance all of that because I am working on my computer in my home. Like I can literally work in my bed. I can work on my couch, which don't get me wrong. It's such a blessing. And I absolutely love my jobs and I'm so grateful for all of them, but that doesn't mean that it's not hard and it's hard to find that work-life balance. And so for me, creating sustainability and not coming to a place of burnout in all of my jobs means setting up, boundaries. For me, working at home, it means that I'm not going to work in my bed. I'm going to go into my office. I'm going to close the door and create a physical boundary of when I'm in the office, I'm working. And when I'm in my bedroom or in my living room or in my kitchen, that is family time. That's time for me and Lucas. That's time for me and Ziggy. That is time to relax and breathe and just be human instead of being at work. So maybe you can relate to that if you're also working at home, but let's switch it. Let's say you're a nine to five girly or boy or whatever, and you are working a nine to five job, and you also don't want to experience burnout in that job. Maybe you are at the office nine to five, but then when you get home, you are constantly still thinking about work, replaying scenarios in your head, planning for the next day, whatever it is. And even though you're clocking out, you're not fully clocking out when you go home so maybe that boundary looks like okay when I get home I'm going to do something right away that gets my mind off work I'm going to go for a walk I'm going to do a little self care I'm going to have some me time and I'm not going to allow myself to think about and still be at work when I'm clocked out sustainability and relationship this is a huge one I think it's so important. I know for me and my relationship with Lucas, by the way, if you are new here and you don't know me personally yet on any of my platforms, I am married to my best friend, Lucas. We've been married for three years now, which is crazy. But one thing that I've learned over time is I have to create balance in my life with Lucas time, like our relationship time, and also Lucas as my coworker time, because we do work together, um, time with my friends, time just solo by myself it can't be lucas 24 7 which right when we first got married i wanted it to be that way he's my love he's my best friend he's everything and i wanted to just be with him non-stop but over time i find that that's actually not the healthiest way to live even though you love them so much um it's actually a lot more healthy for me to have time where i separate and i have alone quiet time with myself with god i have time with my girlfriends i have time with Lucas as a business partner where we are in the zone talking about our companies, but then also time with him where we are just catching up on life, hanging, going on dates, that stuff too. So creating sustainability in any aspect in your life kind of just means setting intentional time for the working, the hard work, the hustle, and then also for the rest, the fun, the play, the chill, all of that. Another tip for this is to implement some organization. You could do this, especially in your work life. I feel like this is the most helpful and beneficial, but of course you can relate it to the gym or relationships too. But setting up organization is always going to help with not coming to burnout because when you're organized, you have a lot less stress. Um, And that could look like your actual workplace, your desk, how it's organized, or that could look like having a Google Calendar where you're not forgetting meetings and you're not procrastinating deadlines and stuff like that. But when you're constantly kind of walking on eggshells of organization it can lead to a lot of built up stress and it can overall just make you like carry stress with you throughout your day. And then the last tip I have, which works really well for me because I'm highly motivated by it is create some type of reward system that could be Let's talk relationship first. So, we have a week long of business meetings, talking about our brands, coming up with new ideas, yada, yada, yada. And then we know come Friday, we're gonna have a date night. That is a form of a reward system because that creates something that you can look forward to together. And during the craziness of the work week, we know that a fun little reward is coming and we look forward to it and we talk about it and we plan where we're gonna go. And it's just fun. You can see this in the workplace too. A lot of bosses have set up bonuses or promotions and say you work extremely hard for a year and you do really well at your job, you might have a big bonus at the end of the year. You might have a promotion coming your way. So it's implemented in the workplace too. So if you do work from home, it would be a smart idea to create some type of self-promotion or self-bonus or something fun for yourself that you can look forward to at the end of the year too. Um, In the gym, maybe it's after a two-month program that you finish and you complete, you're going to buy yourself a new workout outfit that you're super excited for. It can be anything. It doesn't have to cost money. It can be a fun little day trip somewhere. It can be a self-care night. It can be going to a fun restaurant, whatever it is, just some type of little reward system to keep things lighthearted and fun. And also, a little burst of motivation comes with that. I feel like anytime you think about it, you're like, "Ooh, I'm going to work hard because this is coming. I would say all these little tips help and are amazing. But overall, the number one thing is you got to have rest implemented into your life in any type of routine. If you guys don't know, I am a Christian and I love sharing parts of my faith with you guys. I never want to push it down anybody's throat because I know I have listeners that are not a Christian and don't have the same beliefs as me and that's totally okay. But whenever I have something that relates to an episode, I, I love to share what I believe in. So one thing that I thought was really cool about this is if you've read Genesis, if you've read the Bible and you are a Christian also, you know that on the seventh day, like after God created the whole world, he rested. And that is so clear in scripture that he took a full day to rest. And I think that's so beautiful that God Almighty, he took a day to rest. And I think that's written in the Bible because he wanted us to know that rest is not weakness. He's not weak at all. He's the strongest. He like He's God, you know? And I think if it's that important to him to take a day of rest, we need to take a day of rest too. But regardless of what you believe all throughout history, I mean anything you read, you can see that rest was implemented and that's so important. When you think about working out and building muscle, what happens when you're actually in the workout? You're breaking down your muscle. Your muscle fibers are tearing. That is the science behind it. And then what happens on your rest day? That's when your muscles are repairing themselves and growing and becoming stronger and building. So if you don't have a rest day, then you're just constantly creating those micro tears in your muscles and you're never allowing them time to repair and to build back up. Okay, one more scenario. I want to talk about is inner work and self-growth, self-discovery, whatever you want to call it. It's the act of becoming the best version of yourself. This is one that I've definitely struggled with. I've read so many books like Atomic Habits, Living Untethered, all of the self-growth books, books about healing your inner child, working through trauma growing up, all of the things that help you to become the highest version of yourself And I think what we can get stuck in with this, we can even become burned out in that area of our life if we're working on ourselves constantly, like mentally, because we're nonstop diving deep and dissecting every emotion and feeling that we go through and constantly tapping into past trauma or past ways of life and why we do things a certain way and how we were raised and all the things that are really, really deep. And if we're doing that, Consistently and reading about it every day, and never really giving our mind a break from trying to be the best version of ourselves, it might turn us absolutely crazy. So, I think in self growth, self discovery, whatever you're calling it, I think it is really important to do those things to do the inner work, to dive deep, and to take intentional steps to become a better version of yourself. Yes, that's all amazing. But Like anything else in life, if there isn't a balance of rest from that, it can actually create a lot of stress mentally and make you very self-critical and self-aware to an extent that maybe you don't want to be that self-aware all the time and you want to be more present and in the moment and experiencing the now. But yeah, that's just one scenario I also wanted to touch on because... It's a really good thing. It's a really good thing to want to grow and have the desire to heal trauma or to become your best self. Like that's all an amazing thing. Like all of the other things we were talking about too, like hard work and stuff. But just like anything, if there's not balance and there's not rest from that, then it can turn toxic and it can turn negative actually on you. So I'm gonna end with a cycle that I want to give you guys. This is a mindset, something you can write down or I'll probably have it in the show notes too. It's a term that I've come up with called the balance over burnout cycle, and it has three steps. This is the cycle that I try to align my everyday life with so that I don't get to the place where I'm experiencing burnout anymore. So the first phase of this cycle is the creativity and inspiration phase. This is the phase where you take time and be intentional about really Getting into your creativity and finding things that inspire you. Finding things that excite you. For some people, it could be scrolling on Pinterest for 15 minutes. For some people, it could be going out in nature and just being with God, with nature, with yourself. For some people, it could be taking a gap year and traveling to Europe. There is no time limit on any of these phases. You can take them and do what you want with them. Like I said, they could be 15 minutes of a phase. They could be a couple months of a phase. However you want to apply it to your own life is great. But the creativity phase is meant to just excite you for life and set your vision on the things that are actually meaningful to you and help you to see what your purpose is in that stage of life and what you really want to be doing in like whatever atmosphere you're in, whether it's work or or in a relationship or in the gym, all the things we've talked about. This phase is super important because the phase coming up next is the hard work and hustle phase but you want to go into the hard work and hustle phase from a place of creativity and inspiration. If you just go straight into the hard work and hustle without having your why and without having your inspiration and your passion, then that hard work and hustle isn't gonna be to the highest potential that it could be. So you wanna set your intentions in the creativity and inspiration phase first. Then that leads me to the hard work and hustle phase. This is the second phase. So this is where the action takes place. This is where you're making the moves. You're checking off the to-do list. You're doing the things that you got to do, you want to do, you're excited to do. If we're talking work, this is where you're doing the things that make you financially stable. If we're talking relationship, this is maybe where the hard conversations are happening or the good conversations or the big steps in a relationship or the questions. This is where you're making the moves. If we're talking the gym, this is the actual workout. And in this phase, I don't want you to be afraid of working hard. Like I said before, working hard is a really good thing. Go above and beyond. Give your 100%. Challenge yourself. Step out of your comfort zone. And you know why you're able to do it that way? Because that leads me to the next phase, and that is rest and reflection. So you're able to go hard and hustle and work hard in the previous phase because you know that rest is coming next. So in the rest and reflection phase, you want to make intentional time set aside, to rejuvenate, to recover, to rest, to reflect on the hard work and maybe the creativity, anything from the past. You want to do activities that are actually bringing your soul peace and rest. And it might take a little bit to learn what those activities are for you. Maybe you were someone who thought rest meant laying on the couch all day and watching Netflix, but you realized, okay, that actually doesn't bring me the best rest because I still feel kind of drained after that. So maybe the best rest for me would actually be to go walk in nature and, or just sit in nature and just be quiet and be peaceful and be reflective. Maybe true rest with you means being with a person, being with a friend that just gets you to laugh and be yourself and forget about everything. Maybe it means calling your mom and just chatting about nothing and catching up. Maybe it means having a little self-care day, doing a bath. It can look totally different for everyone. But the most important thing is in this phase, you don't want to feel overbearing stress. You want this to be a time where you can release stress Declutter your mind declutter your space and truly feel rest in your heart and in your soul because like I was talking about with breaking down your muscles and rebuilding This is the time when you're rebuilding whether that is your muscles whether that's your mental capacity Whether that's within your relationship or with your work This is the time where your body and your mind are able to actually recover So I would say this is actually the most important phase because none of the hard work and the hustle and the to-do list can happen efficiently long term if this rest isn't implemented. During this phase two, I want you to think about the hard work phase and I want you to reflect on what you're proud of, what you got done that was, maybe you did something really well and I want you to celebrate that and then I also want you to think about, okay, what can I do better once I come back around into the hard work and the next cycle of this? What can I change? What can I make better? What can I do a different way to have a better outcome? That's when that reflection kind of comes in here too, towards the end of the rest phase. And then as you're moving out of the rest phase, that cycles you right back to the beginning to the inspiration phase. So once you're well rested and your mind's on right and you've reflected, now you can go back and gain more inspiration, gain more creativity, And head back into the hard work phase. So that's the little cycle that I've implemented in my life. I didn't get that from anywhere. I was just sitting in my backyard one day and wrote that up in my phone notes, and I've stuck to it for a while, and it's really helped me. And obviously, I'm not perfect, and I fall out of that sometimes, and sometimes I don't take as much rest as I probably should. And sometimes I totally skip over my creativity phase and go straight into the hard work in the morning or whatever. I'm not perfect, and I'm not here trying to act like I am, but I am just trying to give you guys tools that I do try to live. Live by and I do try to stick by and I know have made a change in my life. So that's all that is. And I'll write that down in the show notes if you want it in a more written out version. I know some of you are probably more um, visual learners like I am. So yeah, that will be written in the show notes, but I hope that it gave you something that you can take from this episode and go implement into your own life and go try out and go just help you to, yeah, Practice balance, be a better version of yourself, and create a life that's maintainable, sustainable, fun, and successful in whatever that means to you. I do have a little weekly challenge for you guys I didn't forget this week, and that is I want you to journal out and write. It can be in an actual journal or on your notes, whatever. But I want you to write out when is the last time that you experienced burnout or near burnout, if you don't think you've ever experienced it like when you got close to it, write out that time. And what were some of the things that you think led you there? What were some of the choices that you made that maybe you pushed through when your intuition was telling you to slow down? I want you to write out those experiences so you can reflect on them in your journal. And then I want you to write out that um, cycle, the balance over burnout cycle that I just read. And I want you to write out how you can implement it into your life this month. What are some ways you can step into the creativity and inspo phase? What are some ways you can step into the hard work phase the best? And then what are some ways you can step into the rest and reflection ways this month? And write it out and then go do it. Like go actually make those changes and implement it into your life. So that is your little weekly challenge if you want something to push you this week, this month. And huge shout out to everybody who has tagged the podcast on their stories, tagged me so I can repost, and also like talked about how they were implementing the weekly challenge Into their life. That is so special to me. And it kind of reassures me that I'm not just coming on here and blabbing for an hour and just mind dumping, but I'm actually saying things that kind of help you guys and that you can take from here and do something with, which is my absolute goal in creating this podcast. If I needed to just come on and talk, I would just blabber to Lucas. So I just hope that it truly is something that you guys look forward to each week and something that is beneficial to y'all and adding value to your life. That is my goal here. So thank you for everybody that is kind of affirming that in stories and Instagram. I am just so happy every time I see that. I have so much love for the podcast fam. You guys know that already. So thank you for being here for another episode and I will see you guys next Monday. Last thing before you go, in the show notes, I will always have my personal brands linked with my discount code. So if you do want to shop Honey Swim, we do have two drops of collections now, and we just dropped a tote bag that you can use for groceries, beach day, whatever. It's a really cute tote bag. Um, I will have my discount in the show notes of that. And then I also have Kaizos, which is my supplement brand. We do grass-fed hydrolyzed collagen that I mix into my coffee, into smoothies, really anything you can bake with it. And then our Kaizo's hot cocoa mix that you can make iced or hot. Again, both of those will be in the show notes with my discount. So thank you guys again so much for being here and I'll see you next Monday. Much love.